Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 143 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? Hey, good morning. Hey. We also we also have Becky with us today. Special guest Becky, our hey. friend Becky, that has decided to, to to rejoin us. Those of you on the Discord see how we produce the show, where I just was on the Discord last night and talking to Becky. I was like, <laughs> "Hey, do you want to come on?" <laughs> it's kind of how it goes sometimes. So, appreciate you coming on, Becky. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always excited to talk to more people who also like Disney. <laughs> well, and part of why we wanted to talk to you, Becky, is you just got back. You just got back from Disney, and you yeah, did like some yesterday stuff and, morning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and you told us a little bit about your trip, and and so I wanted to have you on just to uh, just to go over your trip a little bit. So thanks, yeah, but like, what's going on with everybody before we get into your trip? Like, what, what's up? What's how's everybody doing? Busy man, mm-hmm. busy sports. Sports are kicking off. We were just at college visit yesterday um, for my oldest. It's interesting because while he does play soccer, I always seem to forget how good of a swimmer he is too. Oh, yeah. So we were actually on a recruiting visit yesterday for swimming, even though he plays soccer. So it was it was interesting for sure. Um well, that's yeah. helpful though to have more than one, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is. Uh, he may try to play both in college. Um, he may just play soccer. He may just swim. We don't necessarily know just yet, but it was, it was nice. We went over to, uh, what, what is that? Uh, Virginia Wesleyan. Okay. So it was a nice campus. I mean, it was, it was definitely interesting. You know, we have tennis is kicking up. So my daughter has, her practices. She's got her first uh, USTA match on Saturday. Yeah, this nice. upcoming Saturday, and then swim season for my middle one has already kicked off. So it's busy, man. It's busy already. Like this week, it's so busy that we can't even do everything between all of us. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that makes it challenging. I feel it this. Does. I feel this pain every day. <laughs> And my kids yeah, are on the I, level of you. I, I don't know if you necessarily feel the 4 a.m. three times a week pain, though. That, that's oh. the pain that really is tough. That's so, by design, because I only let my kid play the hockey that doesn't require <laughs> that. <laughs> so, like, th- th- this is what our Wednesday looks like. So, Wednesday morning is a 4 a.m. swim practice, and then they go to school. And then he's got a second swim practice. He has doubles on Wednesdays. The other one has a soccer game and the other one has tennis lessons. So that's like just Wednesday, just by itself. I can't imagine the calendar you have to keep for that. (laughs) Everything's so busy regularly that you almost just kind of just, it is what it is. Like you just, you know, again, adding four days of tennis a week to an already busy schedule was a lot. And I'm just, I'm still disappointed about this whole Disney tennis thing. Like it's so disconcerting that they don't have a tennis tournament at Disney. I I don't understand. I still just don't get it. I mean, they have the facilities to do it. They have everything to do it. Just like they do with soccer. They have soccer tournaments. I don't understand why they don't have tennis tournaments. Well, they have baseball ones, too. I mean, they get they do just about everything, uh, except for tennis, apparently. Yeah, volleyball. <laughs> I mean, everything. It's just they, they don't do tennis. And their tennis facility is gorgeous. That's what's so crazy about it. It's not like they don't have a tennis facility. I mean, it's great. Like, so why not do something like that? I don't, I don't understand that, so... 
Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I gotcha. See, I, I mean, uh, it's funny, Damon, because you're like on the opposite spectrum of, of me, whereas like, you know, I'm taking my daughter to swimming lessons every every Saturday for well, How old hour. is she? She's three. So yeah, see, I so in, in our family, no one starts swimming lessons before five, okay, because okay. yeah, the the again, and you know, we knew all our gonna, kids were going to swim competitively, but the process is, is right, like you can't learn to sw- like you have to fix what you if you start earlier, you can't swim correctly, right? So then you when you get older, you just have to correct what you were doing before. That that's gotcha. that's been the process, right, for for our kids. But I understand the need for water safety. Yeah, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day. So well, that's I all she's it. really learning, right? She's like learning how to float and like you know hold her breath underwater and like you know she's not learning like how to you know actually do like like real swimming. You know, mm. <laughs> she's just learning to survive in the water, basically. So, um, but yeah, so that's been that's been fun. Um, she doesn't necessarily love it either, so we're still working on that. But you know, she's starting to like it. But you know, three year olds like stuff and hate stuff. You know the same thing. Uh, their mind changes every you know minute, pretty much. So yeah, and and, and let's see what else do we got going on. Encado's coming out soon, isn't it? What isn't Encado coming out soon? Oh, I don't know. I think isn't it Encanto. Encanto, Encado, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know when is that coming out. I completely um, forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, Encanto. Let's see. I think it's the end of this month. I thought. See, I'm, I'm more, I'm always focused on the, uh, the, the Marvel stuff. Like, so I, although I haven't gone to see, um, I have not seen, uh, oh, no, it's November. Yet, My bad. November. November. Okay. I haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, but I'm excited for that. Um, man, he's, gonna... he's awesome in Kim's convenience. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that, but I mean, I heard the movie's great too. I mean, I, I haven't gone yet. I'm not interested in Marvel stuff anymore. I'm, I'm out on that. So <laughs> it's too much work. Like I don't, I don't have that much energy to watch that much stuff. Like There's a lot uh, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm already so far behind. Like, I don't really want to get back in it and then watch old CGI effects, you know, and older films. No, I'm good. I'm out. I'm out on all Marvel stuff. I tried Um, What If, and I couldn't do it. Like, it's just this whole... Look, no one does these other universes better than Rick and Morty, so why do I need to watch anything else? (laughs) I haven't watched What If yet, so it's uh, on my to-do list. I don't love the animation style. I'll be honest with you. I just I don't love the animation style. That's actually my barrier to it, Damon, is I don't love that kind of animation style either. And it's also, it's like the same reason why I'm not really interested. I, I know, Trevor, you're really interested in that Star Wars, that anime Bad Star Batch? Wars show. Not interested. Oh, Visions. Or Visions. Yeah. 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 Bad Batch, yeah, I, I didn't love the animation either, though. It yeah, it's, okay. it's that cel-shaded animation, yeah. which is very hit or miss. But yeah, that, Visions is a totally different animal, in my opinion. I, I've looked at, the problem with Visions is there's one that's going to have Boba Fett in it. And then there's like six others that they're characters I don't really even care about. I, I just, I don't necessarily know why I want to watch it yet. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, I might watch it, but Bad Batch was not it for me, man. I feel it's more. So I'm like, we talked about it on the Discord, a couple of us, that uh, it's, there was another series called The Animatrix when The Matrix was mm-hmm. big, and yeah. it was a bunch of short stories all done in different animation styles, and the whole point of it was just um, universe building. It wasn't yeah. like you weren't getting attached to characters or anything like that. It was just expanding the universe, which is what I'm looking forward to for Visions. Is but just, the universe is already, like, pretty good, right? Like, right, do I but, need more? Well, but the, I, I feel, you know, outside of the mainline stuff, they, 
there is a lot of things that they kind of ignored in the expanded universe or they have ignored for years. So hopefully we'll see. But you know, like, you know what's going on though, right? You know how the universe works, right? It's not like, you know, in some of the other universes, right? Where there needs to be more world building. It's like, well, why did this happen? Or there's magic or there's this. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but unless it brings something game changing, like, I don't need to see somebody, you know, making a deposit at the bank, right? That's kind of the same thing, right? Like, I understand how a bank works. I understand how money works. I, I understand people walking there. So, do I need to see that? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm I'm not putting that much expectation on it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway. All right. So, now, now that we've gone off into a completely <laughs> deep rabbit hole, why don't we yeah. get back on track with, you know, we, we have Becky nicely sitting here waiting for us to to finish you know, being so no, I'm just lucky that my kids insist on watching all of these things together and yes. we just don't have the time. So I'm like, you know, I'm okay with waiting for some of these like deep dive cartoons that I'm going to not love. So, but well, sometimes I want to, I'd watch them myself or with my husband, but if they want to all watch them together, I'm just going to wait for all of them and they maybe we'll never get to them. It's, <laughs> It's it's interesting because my my wife and I have been doing this um this date night thing where we she got something off of Etsy where it's like there's like 15 envelopes and all of the envelopes have a different movie in it and like an accompanying meal and like dessert and like drink. It's a fun thing that we're doing. Anyway, last night ended up being Lilo and Stitch, which my wife has never seen. And so good. No, just what? <laughs> I know. I, I was surprised she hadn't seen it, but I told her ahead of time. I was like, I was like, listen, just so you know, this is a really sad movie. This movie's gonna make you cry, <laughs> you know. Like, um, and it was one of those ones, you know. Where I, I had seen it before. My daughter and I had watched it together. I, I, and I don't know, I don't know why my wife hadn't seen it, but um, you know, it was just, it was. She's like, why are we watching this on date night? It's so sad. <laughs> I mean, it's fun at the end, though. But it's funny because going into it, she had a totally different expectation of what Stitch was going to be. Like, she just kind of always assumed, like, Stitch was, like, the fun-loving character and not, like, mischievous and, you know. The, 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 in, almost the antagonist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but I just thought that was funny. So, anyway. All right. So, Becky, let's talk about your trip. Okay. Let's, um, let's talk. Let's talk. You just got back yesterday. You were there yeah. for what? How long? Um, we woke up at like three thirty on Tuesday morning to go to the airport. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> so we went Tuesday to Friday night, kind of, and then we we stayed at the Hyatt inside MCO because I was not trying to take Magical Express at like three in the morning. That's yeah. not a game I like to play. So. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um. Yeah. So we got to um, Orlando at like eleven thirty on Tuesday morning, probably. And, um, the Magical Express was a total walk-on. So I just chuckled. My husband and I were both just like, look at the line. So many people. Cause it's all, anybody ever posts is just negative nonsense. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, really? It took 13 seconds. That's it. The people waiting on our bus probably waited seven minutes and we were the last ones on there. Like, it's really fine. Is it because the so, parks aren't busy right now or because the service is winding down or? I, you know, I, I just, cause I've also seen people posting lately that the lines seem to have not been bad, but I, I just think it, any line looks like it's a big line, but parties are together. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's like maybe it's six parties, but it could be 40 people. I, for Jeremy, it could be 79. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I still don't understand how he had 70 people on the trip know. with him, but no. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's gonna be mad that out. I brought. He did, J- Jeremy's gonna be mad we brought you on and not him. <laughs> he did go before us. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll 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 talk to Jeremy. But um, so you, where did you say? Where where did you end up saying? So our first, we had to split. We moved every single night. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So you yeah. did a split stay where you moved every night? Yeah. That's kind yeah. of fun, though. I That's fun without kids, right? So yeah, Right. That was, yeah. So I booked a Boardwalk um, Standard View Studio like months ago. I just saw it pop up. It's nine points. And I was like, oh, that's the day after Labor Day. It won't be busy. I'm going to just reserve that. I can cancel it. And so I did um, reserve it. And then I was like, I'll just build a trip around it. That seems logical. <laughs> so so that's what I did. I saw a beach club studio pop up the next time. I'm like, oh, I guess we got to stay there. I've never been there. And that was like 14 points. Then the, the hard one was the next. I was like, we could just do two nights. But look, there's a one bedroom at beach club or at boardwalk. So we'll just walk back over again. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was a one bedroom, um, garden pool. So I immediately booked that and, um, waitlisted boardwalk view because it's the same points. So yeah, yeah. luckily that came through and I just got all excited. I'm like, this is going to be perfect except for the homelessness every day. So, <laughs> but we did find a way to kind of get around that, which was nice. So, um, we went to go check in and it wasn't quite ready yet. So we walked over to the speedway and got some beers and a few snacks and some, um, preparatory power aids <laughs> to be ready for food and wine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we did that. We went to Big River Grill and we'd never eaten there. So that was good. Um, walked over to Epcot Guest Relations because since I knew the um, annual pass sales started the next day, there was 0% chance I was going to try to go there the next day. But um, we had like a few different tickets attached to our account. Um, since I get a military discount on tickets, I grabbed them like two years ago and we didn't use those but they don't expire for 10 years. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to use those now. So, cause the new ones don't have that long. So, um, we had to make sure that they are prioritized right in their system. Cause that gets messy, I guess. I don't know if sounds, you guys have, ever... sounds messy. That, that, yeah. No, that's not a situation I've ever run into. Yeah. It's if you tap in and it pulls from the wrong ticket, it's a disaster. So I was like, don't touch these. <laughs> They're good for 10 years and we paid next to nothing. So just leave them. So, but by that point, like our room was ready and we went and got to our room and it was actually like staring straight out at the pool. So I was like, well, this is not a standard view. That's nice. So and you didn't have to deal with a creepy clown looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I really hate that animation style, though. I always have called I've always called it Ren and Stimpy yeah. style. So it's fine, though. Like, but yeah, I, I was explaining to my husband, I'm like, and it used to be that clown. He goes, oh, my gosh, we could have been staring straight at its head all day. I'm like. Luckily, we won't be in here very much. <laughs> so, but then we got in our um, costumes for Boobash, which were Juggle Cruise skippers. And um, and then actually we uh, met up with Derek DeBoer and had some beers out on the, I don't know, I guess it's like the balcony from the lobby of the boardwalk that like overlooks yeah, the yeah. village green. Yeah, yeah. So, so the three of us are sitting out there with our beers and Josh and I are in our costumes so people are walking by and just looking at us like what the heck is happening with these cast members chugging beers on the balcony well you guys have good costumes so, too like your costumes are legit i, I mean we've thank seen you there. yeah they're very legit so it was it, like we had we had a great visit it was really fun and um 
you know, eventually we, we wrapped that up with some, some good pictures and, um, hopped on Magic Kingdom bus and went straight to Boobash. So, um, they were actually letting people in probably like 15 minutes before seven. Um, so we didn't have to wait. The line was big, but it just was constantly moving. So that worked out. Okay. <laughs> and, um, so we, our plan was, we are absolutely not trying to watch a fireworks because who cares? Um, <laughs> I do. I would watch them. <laughs> so would Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well, that fair opinion, <laughs> but continue. <laughs> well, we saw them in December, so we're fine. <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah. So we we were like, our plan is to crush some rides. We did stop and get the backside of water, like ice cream, not Dole Whip, but ice cream thing. It was. I didn't want it, but I felt like if there was ever a time to have a cool picture with a weird ice cream, it was in our costumes. Dressed, so. Yeah, dressed like skippers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to do it, right? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't quite the sugar bomb I thought it would be, but it was not amazing. So I was glad when we could throw it away. So <laughs> yeah, I read some reviews that that wasn't the best treat, but. I It was not as bad as I thought, but it was not great. So, <laughs> but we, um. We got on a lot of rides before the party started and even, you know, before the fireworks. Um, we did Big Thunder Mountain first. We did Pirates, Haunted Mansion. Um, we got some – or we went on Small World also. And at some point we had decided because so many cast members liked our costumes that we were going to pretend to be on the wrong boat or, like, try to say we're looking for our boat. My husband just started this, like, I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Can you tell us where to go? Because of the interactions we were having. So – then we kind of just had this running joke of the night, and that was pretty fun. Um, by the time we got out of Honey Mansion, I think the fireworks were started. But uh, we grabbed some buffalo chicken tachos. Not sure that was a great choice, but we realized we hadn't that eaten all amazing. day. <laughs> that sounds amazing. What are you talking about? Go ahead, Trevor. Uh, yeah, buffalo chicken. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying, Becky. It, it, you know, it sounds great, but then, you know, your stomach is fighting you an hour Gurgling later. Gurgling right? for the rest of the night? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, we basically we had gotten up so early, and then the first thing we ate was when we went to Big River Grill and then just had a bunch of beers. So I was like, we should eat something. So logically, tachos. So <laughs> Listen, tach- tachos are delicious. So, I, really- you know... I can't blame you for picking tachos. I would they really tachos were too. actually. Yeah, they were actually delicious. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, we did. Um, we rode the teacups, which again, I just looked at them like, why is this our next choice? We are going to. Yeah. You should have waited <laughs> to do the teacups for a while or like, I feel like that's the whole, uh, you know, don't go swimming after you ate yeah. for like 20 minutes. I, I feel like you shouldn't go on the teacups after you eat tachos for at least a half hour. Yeah, that's you should have been on a- small world. Right. I, (laughs) it was, choices were made a lot this trip. So, (laughs) uh, but we, here's the question, Becky. Would you, if there were no consequences, right? No consequences, (laughs) would you have tried to sneak onto the Jungle Cruise as an actual skipper and tried to, if there were no consequences? Because of course, if you actually pulled that off, you'd probably get banned forever. But, (laughs) you know, this was the first time that I went with a new spiel. So I, didn't know where jokes were going to fall. Oh, so yeah. That might have been. Yeah. <laughs> I went, uh, I've, I've done this costume a couple times before. And um, actually, one of the times the skipper, like, she's like, I can't give you my microphone, but you can lean in and help me with the jokes. And that was really cool. But I was like, oh my God, but I'm not good at it. Like, <laughs> but it's it a hard was, skill. It's a hard it was, skill. Yeah. It was just, 
on the spot. So I got a couple things in, but I was like, I'm probably ruining this. You can go right ahead and, you know, do your job. So, <laughs> um, so I don't know if I would have just, I will, I will say this. We did do Jungle Cruise as our last ride of the night. And when we're walking down those stairs, there's about six skippers standing there chatting. And we walk up and they all kind of gave us a weird look. And then one of them grabs, like she had a, like a shoulder mic and she grabs it and like starts talking. So I grab mine. I'm like, okay, what are we saying? And she goes, oh my gosh, it's a skip off. Let's go. <laughs> That's <laughs> the thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was ready for it. She's like, okay, questions. And she started asking me some and then she's asking Josh and he's like, uh, I don't know what's the right answer. Oh gosh. You know, trying to draw it out. We had such a fun time. And then You're we got making me imagine that there's like a, <laughs> a, a thing that happens backstage where the skippers like, do like like have a like a rap battle, but it's like with corny just, jokes. Just puns, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have, a, they have a corny joke battle <laughs> backstage. A skip off. I like it. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> and um when we got in the line, there's only like maybe two parties in front of us. And the skipper doing the loading came around and she tried to wave me on, but there was like there wasn't a gate there. There was nowhere for me to go. And then she goes, oh, sorry. I don't know. I don't know what I was just saying. I'm sorry. I think she thought I was there to work or something. <laughs> and like I should have come up That's to the front. <laughs> and then after the ride, um, after the ride, you know, they always say, if you liked this boat trip. My name is Susan. And if you didn't, well, there's another skipper sitting in the back. So that's who gave you your trip. Oh, that's nice. So that was fun. It they yeah. worked it in. I like it. And afterwards, so a couple of those skippers from the front came up to us to say how much they liked our costumes. And she's like, I'll be totally honest with you. We were all really confused, like why you were coming to work from those steps. <laughs> and then we realized we don't know you. <laughs> so it was pretty great. So, Boobash, worth it or not worth it? Yes, totally worth it for how we did it because our plan was get candy, have all the, quote, free snacks, which are not free, but we got them all. Um, we wrote every single thing and a couple things twice. And Wow. So, everything was walk-on? Like, every, I mean... Everything was walk-on except for... Um, Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> yeah. Which I, <laughs> yeah, I hate that ride. And my husband was like, let's just, let's just go on it. And I just was staring at him like, if you would like to, <laughs> we made it four steps into that queue. And he goes, this was a bad idea. <laughs> Wait, why, why do you hate that ride, Becky? I need to know this now. Why do you hate it? <sighs> it's too short. And they did such a phenomenal job with the theming and all the work they put into it. But it's just, there's not enough. It's yeah. dumb. Like, it's yeah, a fun, talk- cute little ride. But, ugh. Yeah, literally, we were just talking about that like two episodes ago. But yeah, it's a I, it is a, it is a really fun ride. We, My favorite, fun on. yeah. My favorite part of it is rocking the mine car, like as get it going as much as you can because so many people have no idea they independently swing. So sorry to the gentleman sitting in front of us. We were rocking it back and forth the entire time, and he was <laughs> he was a little confused till the very end. I think he realized we were the ones doing it because no other cars were moving. And then he started laughing. So, but nice. sorry. Yep. So I think what? it was totally worth it if you treat it like a park day because we didn't go back to Magic Kingdom at all. Because we didn't. Oh, wow. need to. So, wait, yeah. so that was just your Magic Kingdom day was just Boobash? Yep. But we did every wow. single thing. Like I didn't go on Carousel of Progress because we didn't prioritize before the party. So I was a little bummed on that. And we didn't do Tiki Room, but like we did everything. That's great. 
So yeah, totally worth it for the price we paid. And we had so much fun, like interacting with people. So that's probably my favorite day. Yeah. I, you also had said something about uh, you were wearing your Haunted River Country shirt and somebody had seen you. Yeah. So I wore that as like my walking to and from the pool shirt so that I'd have the most visibility without <laughs> getting it gross at the parks. <laughs> and a one lady came up and she goes, is this your podcast? And I was like, what? And she goes, on your shirt. And I just said, uh, it's not mine, but I do really like it and you should listen to it. And she's like, oh, <laughs> She's like, well, I like the shirt. I said, thank you. So she didn't necessarily know what it was before, but hopefully she'll listen. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. That's great. We'll take it. I think we'll yeah. take that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I guess not having context and still enjoying the shirt is a good sign. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Trevor. Not having any context from the sh- context from the show, but just thinking it's a cool shirt. I mean, that's that's good. I like that. So that's, that's great. I, 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 and see, that's why Becky's on the show because Becky didn't pretend to be part of the show like some other people right. that listen to the show. <laughs> oh. um, so that's where I could pull that off. Uh, well, yeah, considering it's a three guy show, <laughs> it's hard for you to, but I mean, you could still say I've been on it before. You know, I've, I've been a host on it before. I mean, you can brag about that. It seems like an odd flex to a stranger. <laughs> I mean, you know, why not? <laughs> so, uh, what else? What else from your trip do you want to tell us about? Like, what anything specific? Like, because I know you were looking for adult stuff to do, uh, because it was a, your first adult only trip in a very long time. So, I, I wasn't sure if there was anything specific that you wanted to highlight. Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely um, did have. We did go to um, some of the places that people had kind of recommended for me, which was awesome. Um, we tried almost every food and wine booth uh, because it was pouring when we went to Epcot. So everybody was gone. We were just embraced the suck. We were like, we're already, we can't get more wet from the rain. So it doesn't matter. So we're just going to yeah. go. And there's nobody there. So we just walked right up. I mean, it. we crushed that park in like an hour. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, but we did do baseline tap house in Hollywood studios and got the beer flight and tried that. That was fun. Um, we nice. did, we did go to Topolino's for dinner. I was and, Topolino's. Um, it was amazing and I was not wanting to like it. I don't usually like to like the things everybody raves about. <laughs> so you just like the, you, you don't like the popular thing. No, I, I, I will tell you, I was ready to like, back off on my love for Jungle Cruise because I knew there was going to be a movie. I was like, oh, but soon I'm going to have to be annoyed because everyone's (laughs) going to like it. (laughs) So, um, no, the food was fantastic. And um, we had had drinks first because our table wasn't ready. So we got to see the Epcot fireworks um, through the windows and stuff. So that was, it was pretty, a pretty cool night. And uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. We had the Tomahawk veal chop and... Uh, my husband had the bouillabaisse. So he said he wishes he would have gotten my food, but but he did really like his. So, And we had the ricotta appetizer everybody talks about, and it is exactly as amazing as everyone says. So, oh, wow. Nice. It was I, – I was like, I wish I would have just had this until my meal came out. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the servers were like – I don't know. They, I know that they're on stage, right? So they have a part to play, but my husband likes to kind of break that down for people and like, just let them know, like, we're pretty laid back 
And we're like, if there's any table you need to like take a breather and not be pretentious at, it's this one. So <laughs> that okay. was fun. Um, and he, you know, we kind of convinced him to give us his best and worst experiences ever. And then his like co-server came over and was like, oh man. And then, so they're just telling us all these hilarious stories because it's the very end of the night. But prior to that, the other server had been very like, he needed a monocle to be delivering. <laughs> it was, he was oh, really? like, oh Very yeah, fancy, like a fake accent. It was so, we were like, what is this dude doing? <laughs> and then when he came over and started telling us his stories, we were like, okay, here's the real, here's the real guy. And I get why that's their job, you know, but it was so fun to like have a normal conversation with somebody and let them let loose a little bit without breaking their whole, you know, character yeah. that they have to be. So that was fun. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I have is some pro tips that we had. Um, oh, okay. I like a good pro tip. <laughs> yeah. So because we had the split stays, there's pool lockers at the beach club, which we didn't necessarily know about. It was never stayed there before. So we stashed a bag with like our swim gear in those lockers because your amenities go until midnight the day you check out. So we kind of had two pools available a couple different days. Um, so in case we wanted to come back from the park and go swimming again. We could just grab our bag from there and go swimming again if we didn't want to go to the boardwalk pool. And then on our okay. checkout day, um, th we they told us there were lockers and we had no idea where they were. But then we found them. They were in the like the workout room. Um, it's called Muscles and Bustles or something. But they also have like, you know, showers because it's a gym. So we're like, this is perfect. We've already checked out of our room. We are here the whole day. So... We swam and changed, showered and changed and stuff. And then we took our last bag to Bell Services. So it was like, oh, this is perfect. And there's nobody else in here. So great. Nice. Well, it sounds like you had a great trip. It was amazing. My parents are great for watching the kids and they're all to get away from. Yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me kind of tell all of our random stories. That was. Yeah. We, we ended at Trader Sam's and. It was fantastic. So, yeah. I I love Trader Sam's. Um, <laughs> such a great place to be. Uh, and I, I think I told the story here before where we were sitting at the benches uh, that they had. They were sitting at like the bar stools at like a big table. And we were sitting with another group. And this one of the people on the other group, their, their bench just, their, their seat just started slowly going down. Like just started like slowly going down. Yeah. And, and I was, I, I said something to the waiter. I was like, I know this place is like weird and stuff. I was like, but is that supposed to be happening? And they were like, they, they were like, yeah, that's totally a stupid thing that we do. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, really? And, and it was, it was funny. I mean, we were laughing about it because the person was just slowly sinking. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just love that place because it's so quirky and fun. And, you know, are, are they still doing all the fun stuff that they do there or? It's absolutely all the way back. It was oh, great. in terms of that stuff. Yeah, it was it was my husband's first time being there and our server our skipper was definitely enjoying messing with him and anybody else cuz we also sat at that really large like cigar table type. Yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. And um she was sad because he had stepped out to use the restroom right when she had set his stool to go down. So she <laughs> she's like, where is he? And she pointed at his stool. We're like, oh, no. So, <laughs> so when he came back, he came to sit and he sat really hard and was like, what? <sighs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and she said it stays down for seven minutes. So oh, eventually wow, okay. he's like, oh, 
well, this is a fun ride and coming right back up. So <laughs> <laughs> such random stuff in that place. If you haven't been to Trader Sam's before, you need to make a priority to get there. I'm surprised you got in because I know it's been kind of challenging. It's such a small place. Um, was- I know they were doing a virtual queue for a while. So we were very surprised. They quoted us like an hour and a half to two hours. So we walked over to Shades of Green because that's where we had our honeymoon. So we just, you know, for old time's sake, I guess, walked over and looked. And then we're like, it's going to rain again. We better get back. And we grabbed some stuff at the Tombu Lounge upstairs. And then our table was ready early. And But then, like, by – it was a Friday night. And by, like, 8 o'clock, it was, like, dead in there. And I'm like, where are we right now? Why is this not, you know, crazy? And then – then I saw yesterday there's like a four hour wait and like that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds about par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much for Becky for going through all this stuff. We're gonna you, you're gonna hang around I think for a little bit and yeah. uh, answer some questions and go through some stuff with us. So thanks for letting me ramble off a bunch of stuff. I appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, absolutely. So I, I'm what I'm gonna say here. We had a bunch of questions, but that I wrote this before we decided Becky was coming on. So we're gonna only do a couple of these questions. So, uh, Trevor, do you want to pick one that you want to answer? Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was I was looking at this, and um, all right. Why don't we start with um one of Dan's questions? And actually, so if we're Dan's got a couple of questions in here, but since we're keeping it short, we're only gonna do one of his. Yeah. And I think we're going to go with, uh, what is something your family likes to do at Disney, but you would rather pass on? Mine is teacups. Oh, or that's I what he says. Um, I love the teacups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my wife always passes on the teacups, too. Um, uh, for myself, um, I, er, I, I tend to want to skip on shows. Honestly, like, um, like anytime, like fill our magic or anything like that. If, if the family's really pushing to go in there, I would rather not. I just, I'm, it's not my most favorite thing. So, so that would probably be the thing that I would pass on. Okay. Yeah. I think I would probably say like, uh, you know, like Tower of Terror or something like that, (laughs) because I don't die, don't go on Tower of Terror. So that's probably one, but. Right. Becky, Damon, would you guys have one? Mission Space. Ooh, Mission mm. Space. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because not everybody loves that ride. So, <laughs> go ahead, Becky. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, Seven Dwarfs. My kids well, yeah, just- <laughs> I was going to say, you already said yours earlier, right? I think my older kids agree. They all like the ride, but they're happy to be like, oh, let's just go on Big Thunder Mountain three times instead of waiting in that line. So, at least they're smart. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm up for that. I'm up for going on Big Thunder three times. Yeah, I like uh, so, that logic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. Let's see. I, I like this question from Kevin on Discord. Uh, you have you have to spend an entire day in one country in the Epcot showcase, showcase uh, world showcase. You can experience the attraction associated with the country as many times as you want. Food is free, but once you eat at a certain dining location, it's off limits for all other meals or snacks. What country do you choose, and where do you eat? It's a good question. I like this one. Italy, and it doesn't even matter. There's enough places to eat, so I don't even care what order I do them in. I kind of, I kind of agree with you there, Damon. Although now that I'm now I'm thinking France, just because we have rat, the Ratatouille ride. There's something new there, and there's the crepe place, and yeah, but the shows are better in Italy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Is no, but France has well used to have. They don't anymore. I used to have that acrobat thing where the guy, the guy with the stacking chairs. That's in Italy, though. I thought that was in France. 
It's in both. No, it's in the, yeah, it's in the plaza as well in Italy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think they have it anymore though, right? I think that's one, that was a COVID casualty, I think, but for now, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Hopefully that comes back because that was a, that was a really cool show. Yeah. I don't know. I think I might go France, which I typically wouldn't, but I just because it just is is expanded and it's new and it's not a place I've, you know, really, uh, seen, seen a lot of the new stuff. So it's, it's all new stuff I can take in. What about you, Trevor? Or Becky, either one. Uh, Becky, go <laughs> first. You're you're the guest. Go ahead, Becky. Okay, thanks. Uh, I actually was torn when I saw this in the Discord between France and Italy for exactly those reasons. There's so many choices, like for the because once he gave that caveat of like you can only eat one place one or each place once, I was like, well, there's a lot of places in France. So uh, and Italy was the same. So for I would choose either of those. Same. Nice. Just to be different, I think I would go with Japan. You know, <laughs> Japan's a good option though because yeah. Japan yeah. is huge. Like there, it is. The, just the gift shop in Japan, you could spend hours in there. So yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of that's not a bad option, man. I I, I don't, I'm not against that option. Yeah, and I, and I really like I I enjoy the uh, um, like the bonsai tree garden and um, the taiko drummers are are fun. I, I oh, yeah. think that's a really good show. And yeah, you know, I, I can eat Japanese food all day. So <laughs> see Japanese food. Not my favorite. Go ahead, Becky. No, I was say, shoot. Is that where that new fine dining place is too? Yes. That was yeah. only for like 30 seconds. Darn it. You're the smartest Trevor. You win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, pretty, I, right. So <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that, but yeah, you know, they've, they've got that new place and yeah, you know, it, it'd be very expensive otherwise. So. That place is a little too fine dining for me, right? Yeah. Like I, I have a limit of how fine dining I want to go. Like I've thought about doing Victoria and Alberts before, and I'm just like, too much for me. Like I, I'm not classy enough for that place. It's a little extra. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not. I, I can do it, and I feel that same way about the the place in uh, Japan, which the name is escaping me at the moment. But I don't even know if it's open right now. But um, I, yeah, I, I can't remember the name either. I I keep thinking of the gift shop, which is Mitsukoshi. I can't remember the name of the yeah the dining room. Is is it Japan or China that has the gift shop with the pearls where they do the pearl thing? Uh that's in Japan. The, the that's what I thought. Pearl. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I could watch that for just an hour by itself. I I, I love watching that. It's just very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's a good one. Damon or Becky, you want to pick a question <laughs> of what's left here? I'm sure. What do we got? Let me go back up top. I was already look. I was looking through the rest of the show already. Um, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Is there a line in the sand? This is from Chris. Is there a line in the sand cost wise for you and your families where you say no more end up going less than you have in the past? Yeah. I mean, it, I, I think so. Like, I, I hate to say it, but I, I think we're kind of there. Like, I definitely have no reason to rush there based on the money anymore. Right. I'll go and I have more points. I mean, that just really means that I'm going to stay at bigger places. I, I don't, again, with DVC, I mean, I think I'll go just as much, but I don't necessarily know if I need to go to the park. There is nothing really park wise that I'm just, I mean, I want to go on Tron, yeah. but I mean, what is Tron really? Right. If I compare it to different rides. So what, what do we have coming up? I mean, Ratatouille is just. Not a huge high interest to me. I mean, it would be cool to go on, but not super high interest. It's really like make Tr- up the Paris ride. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like Tron is going to be a worse Hagrid's, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, 
I, I mean, Hagrid is, is gotten all awards and is like ridiculous, right? Like, and I just, I feel like Tron is just going to be a lesser known IP of the same thing. So I think I'd rather go on Hagrid's. What else do I mean do we have coming up? Guardians um, roller coaster. Yeah. I think just we already looks, know your feelings about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the time traveler is probably going to be better because it's just a little bit more thrilly. I feel like in terms of just track design than Guardians is, and it's the same thing. So probably better. And I've already been on that. So yeah, I mean, I don't mind being priced out of the parks per se, because I don't necessarily need to go to the parks that many times a year, but I don't mind going to Disney, especially as the kids have gotten older. So I don't think I'm priced out again. How could I be priced out of DVC? Right. I'm already have it. And I think I'm more, am I priced out of the parks? I mean, yeah, I don't think I do a weekend in the parks like we had in the past. Because it was cheaper, I don't think I would, you know, knock that out, you know, last minute, like, hey, let's go to Disney for the weekend and go to the parks. I don't think I'd do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know what my line in the sand actually is, right? Because, you know, like, I don't have a number in my head of what, where it's at, because anytime I go on vacation, I'm spending a lot of money, right? So I, it just, I, I don't know where that line is. I'm sure there is one, but like you said, Damon, with with having DVC, it's a little bit different, right? It almost it almost kind of forces you to go, right? Because you have to use your points. Well, so. I, I think I think I'm going to end up like I said. I, I'm desperately trying to get something over at Hilton Head. I mean, I know I'm not going to for Columbus weekend, but gosh, I'm going to check like five times a day just in case. I just can't decide which one I want to waitlist. I, I don't know how many three bedrooms there. My wife is like, oh, we should waitlist a three bedroom. And I was like, I just don't see people that have three bedroom vacations canceling, right? Yeah. Like, I just don't see that. Like, I think a two bedroom, I think we still don't stand a chance, but I'll still go in for a waitlist on a two bedroom. Yeah, I just, I think I could be very comfortable doing Disney without doing the parks as yeah. often. Especially as the kids get older. I think that's where you guys aren't, you know, necessarily yourselves. And a lot of people aren't there yet. And it's, it's funny because you can't understand what that's like until you're there, right? You can't make this assumption like, oh, you know, well, my kids are older. Like, no, you can't, right? Cause you just don't know <laughs> what it's going to be like. And it's not that my kids wouldn't go and it's not that we wouldn't enjoy going, but I start to think to myself, like, yeah, we've been there an awful lot. Like I could do other stuff. Yeah, I could no. do other stuff for a third of the price. You're right. I mean, situations change and, and you have to really kind of evaluate it as you go. And that's kind of, you know, for us, it's the same thing is that, you know, we, we go once a year and right now it's, it's our planned family vacation. Although mm-hmm. the next couple of years are, it's kind of, we're in a weird spot because we had to push out the last two years effectively. So we have enough points and we have, you know, budget from vacation money that, it's really a non-issue. Like the price increases aren't affecting us immediately. Yeah, but, I could see that. But in in a year or two, you know, we'll be thinking about it. And, and I think that the thing is, is it's not it's not about not doing Disney. I think it's dialing back a lot of the things that I would do because you know, if it is more pricey, I am really going to look at you know, do we need to do you know, extra parties that we've done in the past, or or do extra things, or is it like you said, you know, kind of it kind of does pull back to eventually maybe we are just going and staying there for a week, you know, maybe not going into the parks and just treating it as a, you know, just going and enjoying the resorts and other things around the area, not necessarily the the parks. So I don't necessarily know if it's just a cost thing, right? What's that line in the sand? I think, you know, for a lot of people that line in the sand comes along with 
kids age, family age, and how many times you've been. I mean, I understand some people could go to the park every day and still enjoy it. Now, I'm on this whole thing about, you know, the magic of Disney, you know, the less I go, the better I like going mm-hmm. for me. So I think going once a year is great, but you know, for us, Trevor, like there was times where we were going three times a year and I just, I don't think I could do that anymore. I, I still want to do so much more at Universal and other parks. Like, you know, it's, it's a running joke in this house because the kids were, you know, my older boys were mad when we went to Silver Dollar City just because it took forever to get there. And that drive is so boring. And, you know, I think that was still probably one of my best vacations ever. Like I like that trip better than I liked any Disney trip, without a doubt, not even a question. And some of that was the newness, right? There, it's like a new relationship, right? You yeah. Know, you're, you're dating somebody and, you know, they may be terrible in a year, but gosh, those first couple of weeks are still great, right? <laughs> like, you know, there's that newness that kind of comes along with going to different things. And that was definitely, you know, the Silver Dollar City. And I think to myself, was that park that good or was it just great because it was that new and we got to do different things? I don't know. But, you know, I'm clamoring to go back there. And that trip might have cost me $1,500 for the week. Hmm. Now I think about that and I go, $1,500 for the whole week with eating and and a riverboat cruise and all of that? Yeah, I can get one – maybe, what, for a week at Disney, two adult tickets? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that's with nowhere to stay. So I go, hmm, you know, am I priced out per se? No, but like, would I like to do other things? Yeah. Uh, and, gotcha. and it's totally fair. Like you, you're the, the great thing about DVC is that you can make those choices, right? You can, you know, even if you decide wish, not to go to Disney, you can, you know, bank your points or rent them yeah. or whatever. So. I wish there was one more place. I wish there was like a cold Disney place, like a ski lodge. I, I just I <laughs> wish there was. I really yeah. do. The more I think about that, I go Vero Beach and Hilton Head. I'm sure they're distinctly different. But to me, it's a beach, right? So that's the beach vacation regardless. I just wish there was a mountain one. Like I could definitely get on board with that. Well, and, and even for – RCI for that. Sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. I, I was going to say even, even for us, you know, you know, California is kind of – like I know it's still parks, but yeah. they are different from the Disney World parks. And you know we haven't we haven't been back there in a couple of years, and it's actually something that my wife and I have been talking about because you know it is good to change it up. And and you know kind of what you're talking about is when you haven't been there for a while, and especially knowing all the stuff that has happened in California, like you know they, they've opened up a lot of new things. They redid uh, uh, Paradise Pier to Pixar Pier, like all that kind of stuff. It will be very much. A new experience. And and that was going to be our plan for this year. You know, pre-COVID, that was going to be the vacation of this past summer. So, yeah, I mean, I, I could see doing that as well. Yeah. Um, but again, right, I think cost-wise, man, there's a lot in the U.S. and Canada to go see. And again, I don't think it negates a, a yearly trip for me, but it definitely takes off two to three trips a year, which is, you know, what we were probably doing before. And, and that's just a cost thing. You know, I can spend my money better other places. Maybe you should uh, come up to Alberta and, you know, visit. I've been to Canada once. Visit Drumheller and Kananaskis and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I was in Quebec, I think, once. And I mean, it was really nice. We went with a friend that lived there. 
which made it totally different, right? Because I don't speak French, right? Right. So <laughs> that was super helpful. I, I remember one of the stories was where <laughs> we go there and he was parking the car and we were coming up to a cafe, right? A crepe sort of cafe, you know, in Quebec. And, you know, we asked for a table and the lady's like 50 minutes and then he comes up French, you know, hey, you know, table, you know, he's like, I live around the corner, blah, 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 blah. They knew, you know, two seconds, we're sitting down in the best table in the house. And it's not even a question. So, you know, there was uh there's a lot of that if you don't speak French. So I, I guess, I would come to Canada if I had some sort of translator, maybe. Just for context, that's Quebec. Um, yeah. We don't speak French out here in Western Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's too far for me, though, man. Like, I, I got to stick to my coast, at least, if, I, if I'm going to Canada. You know, I've never been to Niagara Falls, either. Like, that's something that I wouldn't mind doing, either. Like, there's a lot to do. Like, I, I love Disney, and it's great and all that, but there's a lot to do. For a lot cheaper. And, and again, to back to your, to the original point is, you know, sometimes taking a break from it, it it's not a matter of being done with Disney, but taking no, a break is not a bad I, thing. I'm just a little bent out of shape that, you know, I booked this November trip and now I'm sitting on tickets that I really can't do anything with if I don't go in November. Like I can try to get them pushed out if I do another vacation at another point, but I can't get a refund for my tickets. Mm-hmm. And that just burns me, man. Like at three grand, that burns me. They should still be good, though. I think they're good they're, for they're, the, the tickets yeah. are good, and I can move them. But if I don't want to go to Disney for another year, then I'm eating that three grand. No, I think you. I think they'll last longer than that. I thought they don't. No, they. Yeah, they have a like a year expiry on. Yes, them now. they do. Well, because so. I have some tickets from a trip we canceled in uh, 2020 that are still in that are still valid in my profile. Now I don't know if they just extended those further, but maybe because of COVID. But th- yeah, there maybe. is there is a date. So if I don't decide to go, like I'm going to end up eating those, and that just puts a bad taste in my mouth. Like I get it, but it's still annoying, right? And because that's the most yeah. expensive part of the trip. A- again, I consider DVC points free at this point for me, right? Like they don't cost me anything. If I have to eat points. Bah, who cares? Yeah. I guess maybe what I should do is I should rent out my points to recoup back my three grand. You there could do that. Go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't make me feel so bad about it. I mean, I know our friends, like they ate, you know, plane fare. They ate tickets already. They ate, you know, points. Like, gosh, they ate 140 points. I think that beats everybody. Yeah. We're, we're kind of in the same boat about our February trip is if, if it doesn't happen, I'm eating. Yeah. Um, same thing. Tickets have been pushed, airfare, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, it's yeah. tough, man. And that's not Disney's fault. I get yeah. it, but it just it's just one of those things. So we really should do our our ad because <laughs> yeah. we're pretty far in here. <laughs> so we should do that. Well, so so before we do that, um, uh, I guess Becky, did you want to chime in on this question or? I really, it's funny because I. Everybody's making really the same points I had come up with. We are more um, into experiences with our kids than uh, just hitting the parks. So we're starting to kind of shift a little bit of like, if we have one amazing day where we do something we wouldn't usually do, maybe we just chill and use resort days the rest of the time. Or, you know, I still have enough kids that are young enough that like going to any pool is all they want to do. So, like, their favorite part of the vacation might be remembering one ride. Is in the pool. <laughs> they want to spend, spend the time in the pool. And honestly, my my oldest, he is almost 16, but he's he's a certified scuba diver. And he he just wants to be under the water. He doesn't even care if it's in a crappy pool. He 
He's like, well, can we just swim for like three hours? Like, <laughs> great. But he's also my biggest Disney nut. So we, I agree. I don't think being DVC owners that were priced out, we've already paid for our contract. And I rent out every other, you know, year to cover the fees. So it's like, that part doesn't matter. My tickets, I try to get a military discount. And so it's a little less. So it's like, really, it doesn't, I don't think there's going to be a point where we would do anything besides change what we're doing and not go as often. So I kind of agree with everyone. But thank you. I like that. <laughs> no, no, that's good. We, we, we appreciate, you know, it, you're right. You know, I think we are all saying the, the same thing, but it's good to kind of, you know, just get everybody's point of view on it. Right. So, yeah, uh, I guess uh, we, it is time for the ad. So let me just find it here. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week we have DVC Resale Market. Uh, DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS, that's 382-7767, and when you speak to them, be sure to let them know Welcome Home sent you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yay. <laughs> So I, I have tons of stuff. So, you, so we're just going to have to uh, hold on for a second here. So you, we, what we, do you mean you have can, tons of stuff? I don't know. What you mean. Tons of things. We just got to housekeeping, right? Okay. So, so okay. let's let's talk about our special coded message. So somebody came really close, and and, and I don't know what happened. I don't I forget who it was. Well, and then she just kind of disappeared. And mm -hmm. you have to you have to solve them all. So look, if you solve them all, they're all in the same cipher except the first one. You will automatically get one of the holiday gifts, which we've already decided what they are. We have an artist taking care of them. We'll leave it at that in terms of what they are. They're super cool, right? I think we're giving away 10. You will automatically get one. No questions asked, but you'd have to solve them all. So I'm going to do another one this week. But again, the first person to send a message with all of them solved, all the same cipher, mind you, um, they will automatically get one. And I think that we'll be giving away the rest of them at our Halloween episode-ish, I think. I think that's what we kind of decided. Sure. Yep. So keep that in mind. Again, it's going to be an exclusive, one-of-a-kind, one-time-only artistic type super cool thing that we got going on uh, not a shirt though david i have to shirt. mention that becky sent me uh, a well she sent us i say me because i'm the only one that checks the email and becky just so you and everyone else know damon is doing these on his own so i have no idea what the secret message is so <laughs> i I've well no then that's not helpful for me to do it that way i sent <laughs> no. it and i'm like i think i know this and then like 10 minutes goes by. I'm like, no, that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, I didn't hear back, so I never knew. So anyway, kind of keep that keep that in mind. Um, the other thing is do we need more people in the group asking questions and starting conversation. I'm at that point again. I'm tired, right? You hear how busy we're going to be. You know, I tend to be on the group the most um, just because time allows, but uh, need a little help there, right? I need a little help on the group. And we have a lot of people now. And I'm surprised. I figured like the more people we had – 
the easier it would be for me to kind of step back. And that's not the case. I know my questions and my comments are the best. I get it, right? <laughs> but <laughs> Damon, so we fun. come there for what you're going to say, though. Yeah. Yeah. want to know your thoughts because they don't always hear a lot here. So <laughs> I think a lot of people wait for you to. And, and, this is just my thoughts, but. And then the last thing is so last week, cookies. I, I got involved in cookies. I went downstairs to get a drink of water. And there was some peanut butter cookie discussion going on. And then I just was like all involved in making cookies. And that was it. I never came back. And I, I was You're back like, to cookies now. You're back to cookies again. You know, peanut butter cookies. So I'm done with chocolate chips. I, I made these peanut butter cookies. I think they were part of the, they were in like the GIF website and they were just not good. It, there was too much peanut butter oil in them and it made the cookies oily. I, I can't even explain it. I mean, they were okay, but they were just not great. But I got involved in baking them and that's, I was like, oh man, I forgot I was doing the podcast. You know, putting cookies in the oven. I was like, wait a second. I'm missing something. No, it's not sugar. It's not flour. Oh yeah, it's the podcast. And that was it. <laughs> but, but that all being said, we also are coming up against my pumpkin time. I, I did, you know, make it a point to say I'd be here an hour every week and, uh, we're getting close. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. I, I, when you said pumpkin time, I thought you meant like pumpkin carving. You mean turning back into a pumpkin. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pumpkin carving, I'm kind of done with too. I mean, we'll do it again this year, but I, I don't have the tool set that I need for pumpkin carving. I use a Dremel, like, and then you watch the pumpkin carving shows, and I just feel so inferior in my pumpkin carving skills. So I don't know pumpkin what we're going to do this year. Carving is a skill I do not possess. I've tried it before. I, I'm not good at it, so. Yeah. Oh, maybe though. You, you know what? Here, if someone remembers though, the best carved pumpkin that you can show on the Halloween podcast, there's another winner as well. Oh, I just need I need to make sure I don't Ooh. give away. Yeah, don't give away like ten things, like more than ten, right? So, but th that's another one. If you remember, you, you can uh, submit a pumpkin on the live show for a, an automatic bid here at the, at the win. What What about if somebody carves our logo into a pumpkin? That's that's like mm, if that's if not our, hard. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if that will necessarily win. I mean, they could submit that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm Tom, just saying, Tom, Tom gets cool. a vote. I mean, yeah. Trevor gets two votes, and I get two votes. So, I mean, however you what? think that's going to work out, <laughs> I mean, that, that's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> wait, how, how does that work? <laughs> hey, man, so, sometimes math is just math. There's nothing yeah, you can do about it. Yeah. Right. Well, can I give? Can Becky have my other vote? Can oh, someone gosh. else have it? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anyone else can can have a vote. We'll have to see. We'll have to see as we get closer. But they, that I think that would be a good one. And you know, we're going to do the dress up Halloween. I yep. think again as well. So you know, I think that's kind of a tradition now for us. I feel yeah. like yeah, people want us to do more live stuff. So I mean, we're definitely live stuff do is a pain me. though. It is. A it's challenge. a pain. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Especially if you make a mistake. Like I mean, if you make a mistake on a live show, you're kind of beat. Well, yeah, I, yeah, that's, we, we try, you know, listen, when we record this show, we mostly release it as is, but there are times that mistakes happen and do get removed. So, <laughs> but for yeah, the most I part, think I had the last yeah. big mistake. I'm trying to, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a, there was a thing last week or two weeks ago that I, okay. that was a little challenging. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I had, uh, I had, we had technical issues. issues. Yeah. Week, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor couldn't hear me for like a good like couple minutes yeah, of the podcast. My, my headset <laughs> cut out. So. <laughs> yeah, but that stuff nobody ever hears about because I, you know, try to hide it. So, 
Luckily, we haven't we haven't like cursed or anything on a live show. That's that's been good. I mean, not that we've done it on here. It's happened like once or twice on here, but you know. Yeah, that's no, true. But a live show, right? I'll and I almost wrong. cursed a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think I edited that out, so I don't think anybody heard it. But I was like halfway through a curse word. <laughs> oh man! I just treat okay. this like I'm talking to my children because I won't curse in front of them. But on any other time I record anything, I just don't care. Well, glad you care on here because we try not to. Absolutely. You, you, you know what would be really cool, though? I wish we could do is I, I think, you know, the, if we had enough um, Patreon people, I'd love to get like a glass artist to do our logo. Could you imagine that? Oh, that'd be cool. Wow. Yeah. yeah that would I'm be sure impressive. that's super expensive, though. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, probably. We're not, we're not that big time yet. We're still at 4.5. Like, we can't even like make it over to 4.6. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did like your, I mean, your thread about who the next guest should be. Paging Mr. Morrow didn't answer me back, so I think we're oh, out that's there. too bad. That's yeah. too bad. We are going to get the guy from uh, from uh, the Imagineering Podcast on. I, I've been talking with him for a few months. We just got to figure out schedules. Schedules are tough, so it's um we're going to make that happen. But Because that one did come up. Uh, so that, that one is going to happen for sure. So we just got to figure it out. And Ziggy is going to come back, too. I talked to Ziggy recently, too. Um, so, but Ziggy was traveling, so I, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to Ziggy though, too. We haven't talked to Ziggy in like well over a year, I feel like, right? I mean, I, I thought I we had him on earlier this year when, cause he was out of the country. Did was we? that last year? Maybe that was last year. I, I don't know. The past year, yeah. two years have all run into each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Any, any other housekeeping items, statement that you have, or, or was that, was that all your, no, I think that's it. I think we're, we're good for now. Okay. All cool. right. All right. So, some other things. We, I know we're going to lose Becky in a few minutes here. Becky, is there anything on our list that you were just dying to talk about here before we have to lose you? Uh, I think that we've, I've maybe shared my comments with you about the Fab 50 quite a bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had, we had a quite a discussion on the Oh, gosh. Time, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think any of it, the vault collection was kind of, kind of crazy. That was the only thing that seemed a little bit different, I guess. But I'm, I'm, good with whatever you guys need to do next <laughs> so i have to tell you i so at first when I, I looked at the vault collection piece uh you know it was a question and answer thing kind of thing but if you look within the a- answers from the person that they're interviewing here there's some really interesting tidbits of things that they're going to be bringing to the parks here like um some of this you know vintage merchandise uh like uh, uh milk glass mugs uh they they mentioned in here um retro plastic mini headband uh there's going to be uh, there's like a country bear, like classic collectible lunchbox. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like <laughs> I, I need, I need a, a country bear classic lunchbox. I won't even use it. It'll just, it'll just go on the shelf, you know? Like that's just, I just love that they're doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the retro stuff is definitely cool. And, and I think people have been asking for it for a while, but I, my only concern with it is that, you know, people think about retro stuff and they, 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 they don't necessarily realize that it wasn't that good back then. <laughs> if you well, know but that's like. the thing. It's all nostalgia, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all nostalgia. It's, you know, that's, that's what it's about, right? It is. But I, I guess my concern with that is, you know, you know, you buy some stuff out of nostalgia and then you realize that, oh, I actually, I didn't want this in the first place. Like that, that mug. Uh, I, sorry. I remember like 
my grandparents had mugs like that, not like a Walt Disney World one, but like that 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 style of mug, and I thought they were awful. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I had a, I had, even though I don't think I'd ever seen the movie, I had a Rocketeer lunchbox with like a thermos, you know, like you never saw the Rocketeer when I was a kid, when I was like a little kid, I I think I probably did see it, but I just don't remember, you know, like I I just, uh, but I don't know why I had the lunchbox. Like, I don't think I was really into the Rocketeer enough to have a lunchbox from it, you know? Right. But I just remember the lunchbox with the thermos and everything. Yeah, I guess it, that's also one of those things, too, that you get stuff as, you know, when you're a kid that, you know, your parents will buy you something, but it's not that it necessarily means anything. It was probably more that they were just desperate to, <laughs> to get a lunchbox, and it was like, yeah, here you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, any 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 other things on here, Becky, you want to talk about before we have to lose you? Um, You know... I, I don't I don't have any hard opinions on on anything uh too big but one thing I actually forgot to talk about is um from our trip if I could have like 30 more seconds. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. no please please tell us. So we did go to Animal Kingdom and we walked right on everything um including flight of passage because I won't wait for that ride either. I don't it technologically cool ride. I just don't care. And that was one of my one of my main things I can relate to Damon on. It's like I just don't care. And so <laughs> we we went on it, and I just the pre show kills it for me every time. And in what, December, the, guy, the one guy, the way he acts, like the awkward a, scientist um, guy. Uh, yeah. I'd yeah. rather wait in the queue. Those two little, you know, they're basically just more queue. I'd rather just stand there without watching any of those two extra little shows. See, at all i like the pre-show <laughs> outside of that guy's acting like like uh, the rest of the pre-show is fun like where they're you know th- th- yeah, there's all sorts of cool things going on in there i think but uh you know th- that that pre-show actually reminds me a, a lot of some of the team's conversations that i have at work <laughs> now that i think awful. about it <laughs> yeah i yeah basically we went on the ride it was super like distorted and blurry like the resolution was way off on the projection and so we just told them afterwards like hey just as feedback it was really kind of blurry for us because we were sitting on the bottom so i don't know if anybody needs to look at that and the cast member was super nice like well do you want to go again i was like no no that's it's okay and my husband's (laughs) do you do you want to see if it's blurry the next time (laughs) he's look my husband's looking at me like we are going to walk through this queue again. So my guy's like, no, I'll just save you. We'll just put you right back in there and I'll make sure they don't put you in that room. I was like, that's not the point of this. I do understand you're, you are now making magic for us. So I felt compelled to say yes, because otherwise I was being kind of a jerk. I'm like, okay, well, thank you so much. Um, great. So then we wrote it again and then we left because I was done. <laughs> so that's, but it was, I mean, it was super nice of him. We didn't have to walk back through the outside part of the queue but I had to watch that stupid show again. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pre-show about that. Oh man. This is why you're da- this is why you're you're Damon, Becky. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> she, you take that as a compliment though, so <laughs> I mean I just I don't do it to be contrary, but I like to be able to have my opinions not be everything being all magic and amazing all the time. I get Because it. it's not. Oh, totally <laughs> and that's why I like this show as well, because everybody has their own opinion and they're allowed to have their own opinion no you're so. not you're not allowed to have an opinion on here oh, <laughs> everybody having you your own with their, us, becky 
Oh, yeah. Gosh. Everybody having their own <laughs> well, opinions is why we're go. a 4.5. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone having their own opinions why we're a 4.5 out of 5. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, thanks, Becky, for coming on. We really appreciate it. It was it was fun having you again. So, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I'll be here for a few more minutes and then uh, I'll let you know when I leave. So, thank Sounds you. Sounds good. Cool. Sorry, not trying to kick you out. I just—I <laughs> feel like you just did. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you told me you had an out, so no, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you had. A, I thought you had a hard out. So okay, all right, all right. Yes. So we'll go back to back to the DVC news of the week, which I um I I, I want to try to pronounce this guy's last name, but I don't know if I really want to. Um, so Bill, would you say Derrickson? Derrickson? Yeah, it looks Derrickson. like Derrickson. Yeah, yeah, replacing Terry Schultz as head of DVC. Um. I felt I, I saw a lot of people posting in the groups about this, and I, I just I don't I don't agree that just because this guy has come up from finance that all of a sudden he's going to be like let's cut every expense like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it just it's so odd to me that people are making that leap you know this guy's been with DVC for twenty some years I mean he's or I'm sorry he's been with uh he's been with DVC for more than eight years and been with Disney in general for more than twenty years but like I just don't. I don't feel like because he's part of finance, it just means everything's going to go, you know, go go uh, real cheap all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, I get finance means that he'll understand budget and he'll understand what's reasonable. But of of course, you know, that, that does translate to people want extras. And if you didn't, if you didn't have somebody there pulling back on the reins, I, I, it's it's a hard thing. Right. If you really think about it is, yeah. you know, giving all the extras and all the perks, you know, everyone wants that. But what they don't see is that you've got there's a budget behind the scenes. And if you're giving all the extras and you're blowing your budget, then you're not going to have a job very long. Yeah. So so, you know, you do need somebody that is at least rational there, but not, you know, I get the swing to the other side as well, where, you know, somebody says, nope, you know, we have to, you know, we have to claw back and, and save as much as we can. And, you know, that, that's fair too. Um, my thing is, is I, I, sorry, in general, when these things get announced, I hate the knee jerk reaction. Oh yeah, me too. I, I I absolutely (laughs) hate that, you know, people go and, you know, something gets announced and they go, Oh, well, this is going to suck. And it's like, DVD's okay, over now. It's done. I'm yeah, out. Well, like, <laughs> you know, that that's fine. But, you know, why, why don't you give, you know, I would rather, you know, have this conversation in a year. Like, you know, get, because really, you know, if somebody's taking something over, it's a good year before you see actually any change based on their leadership. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm not going to, make any judgments or any decisions until they've actually had a chance to action some things. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I, I, I hate the knee jerk reaction to Trevor. It drives me crazy. And it, it's, I saw somebody say too, like, just cause this guy's in finance, like what's wrong with finance people that you just think they're immediately going to go like, uh, like get rid of all of the, the, the member experiences. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, the guy's been within DVC, even though he's been within finance, he's still, you know, there, there's still a customer service aspect to this, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it, you know, you know, I would be more concerned if it was somebody coming in who, you know, was fairly new to Disney and didn't understand Disney's yeah. culture, because because that's what you're really talking about is that, you know, you know, there is, uh, there is a certain understanding of 
the culture of the company. And, and, you know, yeah, it is a balance. And I get this too. It's the same thing at my job is, you know, there's a balance between, you know, the, 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 the promoting a certain attitude, but then also making sure that, that the company is successful. Like you, you can't just give everything away. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, like I said, you know, that's fine. You, you know, heads change all the time. Yeah. It's, it's a just part of business and all that. And I, and I guess to, to that point is so, you know, for anybody that's saying, you know, that, you know, this guy is not great or, you know, it's, this isn't going to be a good decision for Disney. Well, who would you want to see in there then? Who, if you understand their business so well, who do you think should be running the business? Yeah. Trevor, that's exactly what I was going to say. I had no idea we had so many absolute experts into the deep dive mm-hmm. of Disney's business aspects. Like, how are you making a even cognizant choice here of anything just because you want to complain to complain? Like, it's- what do I know about that? I know nothing. I don't care. I don't know Terry Schultz. I don't know Bill Dyke. Dickerson, I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, I'm just Derrickson. Oh, yeah. Derek, Derek, yeah. sure. Let's go Derrickson. Yep, yeah. I don't know Mr. D. So, I don't <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, why Why would people be so up in arms about this? Because nothing has happened yet, and they don't know any better, or they probably would work there. So, yeah. like, I'm with you. Well, it's, I, I, that's, I just don't think we could jump to conclusions about this guy, right? Like, like you said, Trevor, it's better than them pulling over somebody from like a different division of the company that knows nothing about DVC, knows nothing about the, what the members need, what, what members care about. Like, this is a guy that's been with DVC for a long time and also has been with Disney for a long time. Like, he know he understands DVC, obviously, right? Yeah. And he's, he's also, you know, he goes to the, he's at the annual uh, condo meeting. So people have spoken to him. He does, you know, member cruises like this. It's not that this guy has never had uh member facing, you know, interactions. Like he's not as much of a behind the scenes guy as, as he could be portrayed as, right? He's, he's been out there and enjoy and, and, and met mem- uh, member families before. So it's not, you know, He's not just a behind the scenes guy. And, you know, truth be told, finance guys, it's not always a bad thing there too, because he could also be really into analysis and, you know, and, and realizing, Hey, we need to give more of these things to, 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 you know, to keep our members happy, you know, like, and like that's, that's part of it too, right? Is understanding like, Oh, the Moonlight Magic events are really popular and they help us sell more contracts. So we need to do more of those, you know, like that's, that's part of this too. Well, and, and also like not just saying, Hey, you can get more, but you know, maybe being a little bit more creative about it because, yeah, you yeah. know, you know, understanding where the, the limits are of the budget that does sometimes give people leeway to say, Hey, you know, we can actually, you know, swing this and, yeah. and, you know, maybe it's a matter of, um, you know, moonlight magic is, Hey, maybe instead of, offering a bunch more of them, maybe they can offer a better experience or they can, you know, fine tune it that it, it becomes something better. Right. So like, you know, I, I know everyone enjoys Moonlight Magic the way that it is, but that doesn't mean that um that's the only thing you have to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, All right. yeah, I, I think that's enough, uh, like, uh, inside, uh, <laughs> inside yeah. DVC talk, right? Well, I just saw so many posts of people freaking out about this when we really don't know what this means. Nobody knows what this means. Yeah, exactly. Like, and the, I guess that's my thing is, you know, when I see these headlines and I see all the, you know, the, there's all the churn around it. And, oh, you know, that this, you know, this person's going to be bad for the company. This person's going to be bad for the company. It's like, 
okay, fine. But I, I guess my point to that is, you know, everyone, what did everyone say when Terry Schultz came in? Did, did yeah. you know, I'm sure that there was just as many comments when the, when the previous guard was in supervising things. This is a changing of the guard. And, and to that point, um, so how long has DVC been running and how many times has like presidents yeah. and, and leadership changed? Like if, if it was, if it was really that, or I shouldn't say like it, it could be dangerous, you know, yeah, somebody in that position could potentially ruin the company. But, you know, if you have something established as DVC, why would you give someone the reins who could potentially destroy the company. Yeah. It doesn't make so sense. Right. Like, yeah, you're not going to put somebody in charge. That's going to wreck everything and, and make yeah. all the members mad and leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it is, you, you know, that they have to be cognizant of, Hey, you can't just dial everything back because then what are you selling? Yeah, like, exactly. It, it, so, you know, pe- people don't think about that stuff. <laughs> I didn't hear anybody complaining about Terry going into a, her new role and, bumping somebody else from there. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's only just one part that, you know, must be the worst choice ever. But <laughs> they I just have what, to complain. I think I think what happens is ter- like Terry was with DVC like from the very beginning, right? So like that's so some people like just trusted Terry because Terry had been there for since day one, right? Like yeah. whereas this guy is newish, right? But he's I mean he's not. He's he's been with the company for twenty some years. Like the guy knows Disney. Like he'll be fine. I mean, yeah. if, I mean, if you think about it, when, when did DVC really start back in like early nineties, 91, 91. Yeah. So, so he came in in 2000. So he came in nine years after DVC started. Do you really uh, think total he's, rookie? Yeah. Yeah. You think <laughs> yeah, he's really bad out of touch <laughs> with, with things like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I uh, just, it's, this is just funny. Yeah. Just, all right. Let's talk. Yeah. Go anyway, ahead, let's move on. Just giving some perspective on that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to talk creation shop. Can we talk about creation shop? Yes, let's so, let's talk about this. So, if you're listening to this right now, uh, the Creation Shop is opening like two days from now. It's opening on September 15th. This has been uh, announced. Club Cool as well. Uh, so, you know, you'll be able to get your Beverly again in uh, in a few days here. Um, but along with the announcement, they also shared this uh, exclusive line of uh, merch that's going to be available just at the Creation Shop uh, that's themed to Spaceship Earth. I'm I'm digging it. I like it. <laughs> I like it too. I I I like the um it, it's you know as much as I like everything being I I definitely like color and I like a lot of um or sorry, let me reframe that. Around here people tend to wear blue and black and that's it and I find that boring as heck. Um <laughs> but I, so I, I tend to, you know, like stuff with a little more color to it, but this is very, you know, the, the, you know, yeah, it's designed after the, the globe on spaceship earth. Um, it's, it's a lot of gray and white, but I think it, it looks really clean. Like the overall, the, yeah. the design is really, yeah, it looks good. <laughs> that, I feel like that hat is the kind of hat that Damon likes to wear. It's got like the flat brim kind of hat. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am wondering if it lights up or if it's just reflective and it's because of the picture, like it, it almost looks like the little points of light in the middle light up, but I, you know, and I, listen, I bought light up hats at Disney before, so it's possible it does light up, but they don't really say within the tweet. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard to tell if it, that's just the reflection off of the, the photo, like 
yeah, how it's sitting or, or what, but, uh, what is the thing behind the mug? That's what I've been trying to figure out. I see the mug that's themed to spaceship earth, but what is there like the bigger version sitting behind it? Uh, that's a good question. Let me see. <laughs> I also don't know what the thing in the back is. Is that a backpack or a bag? It, or? it looks just like a, yeah, that looks like a backpack. I saw some other pictures of this too, or well, I saw, yeah, somebody with the backpack and, and the hat. Um, yeah, that, so that's a mug, and then I don't know what. There's a yeah, that looks I, like an ornament. Is it maybe a cookie jar? There's no. Although the top doesn't look like it comes off, it looks like one solid piece, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what a bizarre shape for. It is. It's but a I very think the shape. I think the ear headband is in it, though. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, or behind it. It's hard to tell. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's Although, a mystery. You'll get to find out on the fifteenth. I do, yeah, you're right. I do like that the classic Epcot logos are on there too, which is cool. Although I'm, the more I look at the hat, the more I feel like it should be in like a '90s music video wearing it. But 100, <laughs> right? It is. It's very like '90s music video. Yeah. <laughs> but it still looks cool. I, I still like it. I don't get me wrong. I want. I, I told you guys. I last time I went, I was looking for stuff with the new Epcot logos on it, and they didn't have anything. So yeah. the idea that they're coming out with more stuff is great. That hat looks really hot, by the way. Like when, when you say hot, a little you bit mean of sh- hot on nope, your head? Like temperature, sweaty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it, it doesn't <laughs> breathe. Yeah, no. exactly. That looks like a terrible plan. <laughs> it definitely looks like I should be wearing like like parachute pants with it or uh, you know. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel like that's something that I, I wouldn't wear it in Florida, but I would wear it here in, in Canada because it's cooler here and it would it wouldn't, uh, yeah, I wouldn't sweat to death in it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, it does. Although maybe it would f- reflect the sun off of it, right? Because it's so shiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll repel the snow right off the top, Trevor. Yeah, I'm also trying to figure out what this little ball is. Is that like an ornament? Uh, that's what bottom? I said. I think it's. I think it's an like a Christmas ornament. Okay, I missed you saying that. Sorry. Yeah. I, I listen. Either way, this is just a sneak preview. There's going to be more, right? There's it's a whole collection. It's not just five things. So I'm excited for this. It looks cool. I also am really digging the new sign, too. I really like this Epcot font that they have going on. You know, like that they're using for everything. I I, I like it. Oh, I was going to say sign. I missed that link. Okay. Oh, it's it's under. Oh, it's under, oh under yeah, sign. yeah. Okay. <laughs> under, on Zach Ridley's Instagram, which is where half of the content of the show comes from these right. days. <laughs> I also like that they went with that same font. I think that's that's what you associate it with. So I don't see why they didn't yeah. do it, you know, before. So. Yeah, it's very. It just looks cool. I'm I'm excited to see in pictures inside the shop, and also go in it too, of course. You know, because I I mean I'll, I'll hopefully be able to go sometime soon here. But I, does anyone know what this? What is the Japan thing? What is this? What are you talking about? In in that Instagram, like the picture that's like pink and purple and oh yeah, Winnie I don't the, know what Winnie that is either. In there, like I don't know yeah. what's happening. Yeah, Zach's got some interesting stuff on okay. there. He's got like some weird sculpture that they call I think it was called like the bubblegum sculpture or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Yeah, you guys <laughs> people should look at this and and tell us what is happening. What it is? Yeah, I don't think it exists <laughs> in the parks anywhere that I'm aware of. I don't think so. I could be wrong. But um but Zach also uh shared a look at uh and this is he basically announced this. There there there's going to be 10 uh statue or sculptures throughout the creation shop um, of Mickey. And, you know, this kind of goes back to our mural discussion, right? Where they're doing these sculptures and they're having Imagineers design these 
uh, taking inspiration from uh, the park, right? So taking inspiration from Epcot. And so it's, I, again, it's, it's like, let me see, hold on. Um, where, where he said something in here that just made me like think of like, uh, yeah, this is why the, the mural, like people complaining about the mural. I mean, it's, where is it? I'm just talking about original art, you know, like this is original art. Like, and that's a lot of what is in Epcot is original art. And that's what the mural is. And that's what these cool, uh, statues are too. Sculptures. They're calling them sculptures. So yes, they well, statues are a form of sculpture, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sculptures. I just want to use the right, the right words right. here, you know? <laughs> so, so sorry, go, going back to the weird picture. So I, I did read a little bit more on that and it's, it's a mixed media art piece and the actual, um, sculpture is a, uh, Harajuku girl from, oh. from, uh, uh, Okay. From Tokyo, or it's an it's an area in Tokyo where they do a lot of like cosplay and stuff like this. Um. So so yeah, the, it's it's a bunch of pieces all put together, but the the overall sculpture is uh is yeah Harajuku girl. So okay. gotcha. yeah, it's okay. the the yeah. zoom in on it is so com- like it is they didn't do it very good. It, it's showing good like the there. waist, and that's a <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I think as long as there's so, a shape that i should know yeah i i think the point is is that yeah inside of it it, lo- it looks like a resin or something and there's a bunch of like they're trying to show that if you look really close there is a bunch of things made up of, of a it. bunch of different yeah okay. yeah all right well thank you yeah. so <laughs> back, <laughs> back to complete. the <laughs> back to these new mickey sculptures they're called yeah. mouse as muse is what they're called and, um, so I'll, I'll read what Zach Ridley wrote really here, really quickly here. Um, continuing this legacy of the original artwork at Epcot, our team behind the new creation shop commissioned a collection of 10 new sculptures titled Mouse is Muse to live in this space. Each sculpture standing 26 inches tall is a one of a kind piece designed and crafted by an imagineering artist inspired by their personal interpretation of what creativity and Disney means to them in their work. Mickey Mouse is a, is the blank canvas, but the subject and the final result were entirely up to each Imagineer. That is super cool to me. That's I awesome. love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? Could be really cool. Uh, so we, we had, we had a similar art thing happen here. Like probably it was, I think 15, 15 or 20 years ago where they, same thing is they they had these sculptures all around the city and, and, you know, they had different artists, you know, take the sculpture and do their own, like, paintings and everything on them. In our case, though, it was cows. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mickey's a little cooler. Yeah, like, th- yeah, this is definitely a little bit cooler. Um, but, no, I, I, I definitely get, you know, what the end result of this will be, yeah, you'll have a bunch of really different looking takes on Mickey Mouse that, yeah, it'll, it'll be exciting because you'll be able to, as you're going around Epcot, you'll be able to see... Just, you know, people's interpretation of it, right? Yeah, and and this first piece, this one that's being shown here, is an homage to the original Epcot visionaries, the designers, artists, Walt himself, and the heights they aspired to. That's um, that's what I thought that was, was the, the Epcot model. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's 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 basically the, the original Epcot model is kind of like painted onto this sculpture uh, on Mickey's midsection. It's very cool. I like the blue. The like the the blue color yeah. that blue is really nice. Do you think they're all going to be that same color, or do you think they're going to be just no? Different? I I, I think they, yeah. I think the the artist chose that because that's the uh, the, the concept art from Epcot 
was that blue. I think you'll find a lot of different ones. It, like I said, this is anything like the, the art installation yeah. that, that they did in our city years ago. They'll all look wildly different is what I'm expecting. Which is great. Yeah. No, I love that. I, I, and that's, you know, that's a lot of what he's talking about here is like, Epcot has kind of a tradition of original art. And I agree with that. I mean, it's, there's a lot of art within Epcot. And, and that's why I didn't understand the, the, the outrage to the mural thing, because it's like, it's art. It's an original art piece. Like, it doesn't have to be your exact ideal of what Mickey Mouse is. It's a, it's a artist interpretation of Mickey Mouse. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, like, I don't understand why people don't get that, but you know, whatever. <laughs> you, you know, Walt, Walt himself was an artist. So yes. <laughs> it, it uh, anyone saying that it doesn't hold true to Walt's vision is lying. Yeah, well and that's I saw the first comment on the Instagram post was that's not that's not Mickey. And I was like, "Well, no it is." <laughs> like <laughs> but but, but, but you know it is like, though. That's the thing. You you say yeah. that's not Mickey, but you recognize that it's Mickey. Well, and there's like so, we okay, we we beat this into the ground last week. So I'm not like let's not get me outraged about the mural outrage again. I'm I'm being outraged about the outrage. So all right, uh, why don't we do our our next ad here and then okay. we'll come through a couple of these uh, last things and uh and wrap this up. So, uh Monero Financial, uh, we talked earlier about DVC resale market. Uh you know, if you're looking to finance your purchase at DVC resale market, look no further than Monero Financial. Monero, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader for financing DVC contracts, uh DVC resale contracts, I should say. Monero offers lending with no credit checks, often very low down payments, terms as long as 10 years and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract, go check out their quick online quote first. You might be surprised at just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to ManeraFinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. So we're finally done with the Fab 50 watch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, so I, I said there were four left. I was wrong. There was one left, and that was Tinkerbell, um, so, which is fine. You know, Tinkerbell mm-hmm. makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, easy one. And I do like, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Tinkerbell's actually, they put her up in a tree, which is kind of cool. <laughs> they put the sculpture in a tree. So, really? yeah. Yeah. So they, which I like. I, I think that's kind of neat that they did that. Um, I, I feel like they, they used it as an opportunity to highlight um, stuff they want to highlight. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So, and, and you know, obviously, there there would be no perfect fab 50 list all right i got the full list i got the full list. okay okay all right so we don't need I'll to list them all list. but yeah let's just you don't want me to list them okay well i'll do it really quick so magic kingdom we got mickey Minnie, donald goofy daisy pluto chippendale lumiere cogsworth orange bird mad hatter cheshire cat dumbo and timothy stitch Pooh piglet uh pinocchio gus uh lady and the tramp abu and tinkerbell so those are all in magic kingdom epcot Figment, Dante, Miguel, uh, Rocket Raccoon, Baby Groot, Pua and Hey Hey, and Olaf and Bruni, Hollywood Studios, Joe Gardner, and Namode, Woody and Bo Peep, Frozone, R2D2, BB8, Sebastian and Flounder, uh, which Sebastian and Flounder feel like it should be a Magic Kingdom to me, but it, neither here nor there. Um, cause why would you even have that in Hollywood Studios? Or Animal Kingdom, technically, if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, but, you know, the ride I- is in, is in Magic Kingdom, right? So. Yeah, I think, um, but the, isn't there a Little Mermaid show in? There is, but it's closed. It's been closed for like a long time now. 
Anyway, continuing on. <laughs> then Animal Kingdom, Timon and Pumbaa, Simba, Nori, uh, uh, Nori. I just combined Nemo and Dory. This is what happens when you try to read too fast. Nori, Nemo seaweed, and Dory. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Nori is seaweed. Okay. There yeah. you go. <laughs> and then Bambi and Thumper, which again, this feels very thin for Animal Kingdom. I feel like we're, yeah. there should be more for such a big park, but you know. Yeah. It's definitely very heavy towards Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, any other snubs that we can think of in here that should have been in there? Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that really stand out. Yeah. I can't think of any other I mean, ones. Yeah, I, I feel like, though, you know, if if you really want to get into it, like, pretty much every series you could say, well, what about these characters? Like, there, there's never, there's no lack of characters to say that should be included in a 50th. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. I mean, there it is. You know, you know, the, it's done. We don't you, have to talk about it anymore. You either like it or you don't. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen. I like a lot of them. I and I'm like that. There's a figment one. I'll definitely get a picture in front of figment, and you know, probably the the other ones. Although we still haven't heard what the interactive piece of these are. Um, I'm fully expecting just a magic band type thing. See, I'm just assuming there's going to be some sort of interactive thing with the app, like maybe like an augmented reality kind of thing or something. Yeah, well, or I was thinking like you scan either a magic band or your phone and then, yeah, it does something. I don't know. I mean, now that these are installed, I mean, they're they're pretty much, I mean, they're not all installed, I don't think, but they're started installing them, so. Yeah, I guess, yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll be able to see something. Find out soon. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. What else we got here? Well, we talked about the vault collection already, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, then there's the, uh, the new original song, You Are the Magic. Uh, we got a preview of that. I, I don't know if you watched the video. I did actually found it, found it very catchy, even though we're not getting all of it. We're just getting little pieces. So I, yeah, I, I will say this is that I, I watched that video and, you know, I, I've been very, um, I love happily ever after and I, this is giving me a similar vibe, which is good. Like I I feel like they've definitely hit that same mark that when you watch the show, you're going to feel good about it. So yeah. And and, yeah, you know, I, this, this is, you know, going back to last week talking on popular opinions, I didn't think wishes was all that good. Oh but man, you're gonna make some people mad. <laughs> I I like happy happily ever after. happy ever after was better. Yeah, I, I like yeah. like wishes was okay. Like the music was okay, but I I felt happily ever after hit it better. Like like the the cue with the the show and everything else. It just I felt like it was a better put together piece for a fireworks show. And I think that this is going to do the same thing. I, I, I think you are the magic is going to, it's going to be up there. No, I, I a hundred percent agree with that. Uh, I, I think this looks amazing. I also love the fact that the person who wrote it is not only a tremendously successful songwriter, right? Uh, what is a Philip won a bunch of Grammys. Yeah. But he was also a cast member and he, and he was in Festival of the Lion King and Tarzan Rocks. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's just kind of cool. I mean, he's got 18 Grammy nominations, won seven of them. I mean, and so this this is somebody that knows what they're doing, but also is a cast member, which I think adds something to it, right? Because yeah. he gets it. He gets it, right? So, like, 
I don't know. I just, I, it sounds really cool. I'm excited for the show. I'm excited to see it. Um, I, I actually, I've, I agree with you. I think the thing with wishes is that it went on for so long. It just became a thing where you became resistant to change, right? Because it was like, okay, this show has been going on for so long and it just kind of holds a piece of nostalgia for me, right? Like it's, it's a show I saw when I was younger and, and I, I just, you know, so people were sad when it went away. But happily ever after, I agree with you. Is better show. I mean, it's objectively better. Like you can't even really argue it, right? <laughs> I mean, the during wishes, all you ever saw was just a, a you know purple color on the castle. I mean, the projection effects are amazing. The fireworks in that show are amazing. I mean, it's overall better. And, and I'm sure this is going to be even better now with the projections on Main Street and everything. I mean, it's going to be cool. Yeah, and and you know, further to that is like you know, wishes. It it had. It had some good moments in it, but overall, again, just, just not just the, the fireworks and the projections, but for me, the music is very much a part of it. Like it ties all of that together and happily, happily ever after felt a lot more thought out than wishes. Like wishes was like, you know, here, here's the, the overall or, you know, the overture for wishes, but it was a bunch of, you know, it, it was more about, you know, slapping all these other songs together into the show. I know Happily Ever After does the same thing, but I feel it does it a little bit more logically. But then also the, um, the music kind of comes back into it. Like it, th- the way that they bookended the show feels a lot better with. Yeah. With happily ever after, with the overture, so I like in happily ever after too. How they were like they have some like different versions of songs in it, you know? And like they, yeah. they um, like love is an open door in, in happily ever after. They have like a whole different version of that song that's not in the movie, you know what I mean? But it's you still recognize the song, yeah. You yeah, know, it's, it's specifically tuned to the show. It's not just exactly. inserting clips from these other these other shows, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to miss Happily Ever After, but I am excited to see this. Um, I, I, you know, it's interesting, though, too. I was thinking about this the other day because I, I thought that this was maybe just their 50th anniversary show, but they're calling Disney Enchantment. Like, that doesn't connote, you know, 50th anniversary this, to me, right? Like, this it's is just a new be, show. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, that this is this is supposed to be the next cycle. And I have to wonder if maybe Disney is committing themselves to you know letting these shows run for you know three or four years or something like that and then cycling them out because keep it fresh yeah yeah and and i think to your point about things like like uh wishes or um not uh what was it called Uh, illuminations thank you illuminations i was like what was the show before harmonious now i can't remember anymore but um but yeah you know you know stopping (laughs) stopping these shows from getting to a point where like you said they're so they're so drawn out that one, one, they look dated and two, it becomes a nostalgia thing where people dig in their heels about anything new. So yeah. it is in Disney's best interest to at least cycle them out a little more frequently. And I feel like, you know, five years on a show is a good run. Yeah. And it gives it enough time that, you know, realistically, most people can go and experience the show you know, at least once or twice, and then you get something new, right? And, and then that also keeps the, the overall park experience, you know, hey, you know, every every couple of years, it's, you know, you're not just going and rewatching the same fireworks show that you saw five or 10 years ago. You're, you know, people are, are going out of their way to go, I want to see the new show, right? 
Yeah, and they're updating it with new, you know, newer uh, movies and newer properties that they. Have. I mean, they're keeping it fresh, right? Yeah, and and I and I think with the technology now, they can do that so much easier, right? These projection shows, they can build in, you know, Imagineering, and then they can do whatever they want with it. It's like they don't have to build a new infrastructure to do it. You know, they just can can change this the the music up. Get you know, I mean, it's it's not easy to do, obviously, but it's it, these are things. It's easier now with the the technology because I was thinking about Harmonious, right? And like, if you see the barges they built for Harmonious, they are insane, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so for me, it's like they can't scrap that show after five years, but they could use the same equipment and redo the whole show, yeah. like because of how the technology is now, right? Like, they can keep that those same barges and re and have a brand new show utilizing the same barges. Because they can project stuff onto the, you know, the water screens. They can shoot fireworks out from anywhere. Like they are, they set themselves up with this infrastructure where they can change these shows up forever and always have something new going on. Like you said. And I think that's what they're going for. I think you're right. I don't think we're going to see another 20 year fireworks show. Like that's just not going to happen again. Yeah. And, and at least not, or yeah, you know, they'll keep changing up the show. And I think it'll also lead, lead to, um, yeah, th- this infrastructure being more modular because like you said, you know, you know, yeah. the previous, previously it was like, you know, there was a lot of custom built stuff. And I, I mean, really this is still custom built, but, but it they're is. being smarter about it in that, yeah, they're, they're not just building like, here's a show that we're building. They're, they're, they have all that underneath, um, technology there to say, you know, here, here's a framework and we can build inside of this framework. And then I would expect in, you know, 15, 20 years, you'll probably see them upgrade their equipment again or, or, you know, go to whatever the next version of that is, but it won't be detrimental to the show. Like, like again, the thing with illuminations was that, you know, the entire show was built or, or all the, all the equipment was built specifically for that show. So changing out pieces of it was like, you couldn't change a part of the show. You couldn't change, you know, you know, sequencing or anything like that. Exactly. It, uh, but now they can do that. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it too. It, you know, it keeps, like you said, it keeps things fresh. It keeps it more interesting, um, going forward because y- you know that every couple of years you'll have something new to look at. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's probably easier to create an entire new nighttime show than it is to do a nighttime parade or even a daytime parade because you don't have to build anything, right? <laughs> like you're not, you know, except for harmonious, which they obviously I, built. A lot, but like for Magic Kingdom, like they're not building anything new here. Well, they're just putting, you know. And, and I feel that you know, with with the way that this projection technology works, is that they're also able to do things in scale. So yeah, so yeah. they they start off with you know a smaller model, and and I and I remember seeing this is you know that they have like a model of the castle, and they start with all their stuff projected on there. And then they, the, you know, they test it all on the smaller scale and then they bring it to the bigger scale. So, so they don't have to, yeah, like you say, you know, they don't have to build or, you know, do everything at full scale right away. Exactly. Yeah. With the exception of Harmonious. I'm telling you, Trevor, when you get there and you see the barges for Harmonious, like I've tried to explain how big they are and anybody who's been recently, it's absurd how large these barges are. Like I, I was in shock by it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and, and I mean, it's almost like when you see the, the, uh, the, um, uh, why am I blanking on the word? The, the building that they're putting guardians in, you know, how huge that, that building is. Mm-hmm. Um, why am I, what, what do they usually call those? Why am I blanking on the, the name of those buildings? 
Um, former Allen's Energy Adventure. Yeah, yeah, building? but I, I mean, there's the name for like those backstage buildings that they uh, show building, right? A show building, right? Yeah. Y- usually, you can't see those buildings, but the one for Guardians is so large, it's impossible not to see. It's kind of the same thing with these harmonious barges. They are at a scale that I just have not seen at Disney. Like, you know, there's a lot of scale, and and I mean, Tron feels that way, too. When you go by Tron, Tron looks, you know, in pictures, it looks big. But when you see Tron in person, it's like, it's kind of, whoa, you know? It, it like, is a big building, yeah. And I mean, just, I don't even mean the building. I just mean the canopy and, and like, the the thing there. I mean, it's just going by on the um on the people mover and, and looking at it from far away, it's big. Like, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like to stand under it or to ride it. You know, like the scale of some of this stuff that they're doing is, is amazing. So, um, you know, I, I know we, we kind of went off on a tangent here, but I, I, I think <laughs> I, I'm glad that they got the right people to do this. And, and, uh, I, I think it should be really good. So, yeah. all right. All right. La- last thing on the list. Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sorry. This is the new after hours event at Disneyland park called, um, uh, Disney's Merriest Nights, or, or sorry, I'm not Disney Merriest Nights. <laughs> Disney Merriest Nights. Okay, it doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? Yeah, it's it's not it's not their best name yet. Um, but this is their basically their Christmas their their holiday uh party. It's an after hours event, you know, like like they've been doing lately. There's only let's see one, two, three, four, five dates for this event. Oh so wow! It's Yes, yeah, it's a very exclusive event. Yeah, very, yeah, and it's supposed to be in limited capacity after hours access. I'm gonna say the price of this is gonna be pretty high. Like they haven't said what it is yet, but it's gonna be high. Yeah, for sure. Here's something interesting: is that I see I, I'm reading through the description of this, and they actually mention Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, and their friends joining in on this one. That's interesting. It's yeah, it says Muppet Antics. Um, yeah, it's interesting. So are they yeah. going to have like live Muppet performers there? Cause that would be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, kind of like they, the Muppet show in Liberty Square. They, in I Liberty could, Square. Yeah. yeah. We could see them doing something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Although I still can't get over new Kermit. New Kermit is just ruining Kermit for me. I just can't do it. <laughs> the guy, the, his voice is so bad. It just doesn't sound, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Me doing a bad impression of Kermit, like like me trying to do it. Like, get but, somebody better. But it's an artist's interpretation, Tom. Okay, no. This is a different <laughs> thing, Trevor. This is a different thing. It's not the same thing. Okay? I. This is like if Mickey Mouse came back and, like, Mickey Mouse has got a voice that doesn't even sound anywhere near Mickey Mouse. You know? Hi like guys, even I'm Mickey Mouse. Yeah, exactly. If, if, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying because that's basically what the new Kermit is. The new Kermit is just like I'm not even gonna try how bad it is. It's just <laughs> but it sounds terrible. Like there was in that one commercial, and I was like, no, 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 no. So we we um, get. I know the old guy was a jerk, and they fired him because he's a jerk. But get that guy back. He's way better. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry. Like I, I I know I have my own things that I get triggered about, but it's just so funny seeing how triggered you're getting about this. Yeah, I'm so. I, it, it drives me crazy. Tra- like, luckily I don't have to see Kermit all the time because if I had to, I'd be really mad. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, luckily Disney doesn't seem to care about the Muppets anymore. Because if they did well, a Muppet movie now with the with the new Kermit, I would be I would have a hard time. Well, you, you get to see how it fares with the the Haunted Mansion show coming. Uh, yeah, the and, Haunted Mansion show. And yeah, obviously yeah. there you know he's going to be part of the 
the uh, Christmas stuff, which actually this brings up an interesting question because, you know, the Muppet Christmas Carol is, you know, that was a really good movie. Oh yeah. And yeah, absolutely. And you know, thinking about it now, there is definitely some some movement there for doing some Christmas stuff with it. Like you could get like the Bob Cratchit version of Kermit or you know, performing yeah. songs from Muppet Christmas Carol and stuff like that. So, it's interesting. I'm also just reading about this event and it seems like they're doing something kind of cool here where uh, they're only, you know, they're doing like mini parties within the party. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of cool. So three more character hosted Halloween parties await you with the tropical party hosted by Lilo and Stitch in Adventureland, a wintertime celebration with Elsa and Fantasyland, and Buzz Lightyear taking the holidays to New Heights in Tomorrowland. So like, yeah, it's like mini parties. It's kind of cool. I, I, it's an interesting sounding event. I did notice in the fine print that they said, um, what was it? Critter Country and Galaxy's Edge will not be available during this party. Of course. Cause, yeah. you know, they, I, I think they don't want to touch on Life Day with <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just, I think a lot of people would show up to a Life Day celebration. I, 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 I totally agree with you, but I, I feel like it would be, they would be looking for the cringy version, and they wouldn't get that. So, how many how many people listening to this do you think don't know about the Life Day thing? Oh, if not, you guys can look on YouTube and see. Yeah, go on how, YouTube. The whole thing is on YouTube. Yeah, you, you can see how bad it really was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we won't get into, it, but Google it if you don't know about it. Yeah, I mean, because I know some Star Wars fans aren't even aware of the whole Life Day debacle, but <laughs> go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, no, no critter country, no, um, no galaxy's edge, but yeah, I mean the rest of it, I I like the fact that they are thinking in terms of the different lands, right? Like, you know, you know, giving each land its own take on, on Christmas because really that, that, that's always been a thing. If, if you really think about it, like, you know, everyone hits main street and main street is beautiful and you get all, all that decorations when you get into the other lands, like they all kind of, I, I feel like they've always had their own little things, but it's never been as pronounced as it was on main street. And, and I know they've been getting better at it in the, in the last couple of years, but then again, also in Disneyland, like you said, you know, it's very different. Disneyland's a very different layout and, and feel and all that. But yeah, you know, having these individual parties where it's like, you know, Hey, I want to go and, and see what's going on with Lilo and Stitch, or I want to go and and see this Buzz Lightyear thing. Um, I, I think that's a good way to sell a party type or an after hours type event. Like it, it is definitely offering something, but it's also giving people the choice to go and decide what part of it they want to do. Whereas, um, like like my my gripe with some of the other after hours was it's like you know, hey, they're offering a uh, a parade and fireworks which is basically you're you're being forced into the hub yeah. but then everything else outside is like, is like well you're just doing the rides right you know you're just hitting up the lands and you're just doing the rides this to me feels a little bit more value and it, and it gives you a reason to kind of just explore the park and see what you happen upon versus being feeling like you're forced into specific events yeah, and I should mention too that there's a, I don't think we said in New Orleans Square that Princess Tiana is going to be doing a, uh, Bayou inspired celebration. And then in Frontierland, Miguel is going to be doing, uh, from Coco is going to be doing, uh, a, uh, dance filled fiesta. 
Yeah. I, I love this idea. It's just, it's just, is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, like you said, it's kind of brilliant. It's spreading out the crowds and it's doing something where you can choose. But again, Trevor, I say to you, if they would do a life day celebration and galaxy's edge, right? Like, I feel like that would be the most popular mini party. <laughs> like of all of these. Mm, yeah. I don't think so. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I know you're right. You know I, I'm right. <laughs> I, I, I know you're right, but it's just like I, I, I'm waiting for Disney to do it, I'm, and I'm waiting for for the reaction. You know, there's some Imagineer over Imagineering that's like, we got to do a Life Day thing. Like, and I, just everyone's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. You know, like <laughs> I'm betting we have two more years tops to, until Life Day. Okay, yeah. I, I I feel I, like it, it probably won't. Not this year. Um, because, because the thing is, is that if they do, the, the tricky part is, is that because Galaxy's Edge exists on both coasts, they can't do one and not the other, right? They could do both. Yeah, they have yeah, to do both. But this year, because of the 50th at, uh, at Disney World, they're probably just backing off on that because, you know, you know, coming out of COVID and the 50th and everything, it probably doesn't make sense. I'm betting either they'll, they'll start looking at it next year. Or the year, or the year after, and and the reason I'm thinking not next year is that with the uh, with the galaxy or with the cruiser opening, that may also defer a lot of things because you know they're going to be figuring out the cruiser. It could be, yeah, it's possible. So yeah, all right, I, we're almost at two hours. We need to yeah. wrap this thing up, man. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, yeah, let's, uh, so I, I know, uh, unfortunately Becky had to, to leave already, but, um, you know, just a quick shout out to her for joining us and, and sharing her trip report with us. That was, uh, yeah. that was awesome. So thank you again, Becky, if you happen to come back and listen to this later, uh, as usual. And, and you know, this oh. was a spur of the moment thing, by the way, Jeremy. So don't get mad. If you were in the discord, I might've invited you, but you were in the discord. It, it, so. it was literally, <laughs> I, I saw the conversation happening too. I was actually, yeah. uh, so while you were talking in discord, I was actually in another discord with, um, for, um, an online game. So I was talking to a bunch of other people, but I saw your conversation, um, going with Becky yeah. and yeah, so it, what, it was yeah. a very organic yeah. thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. And literally what happened was I was writing the show and I, so I popped on discord just to see what everyone was up to. And Becky had mentioned, she just got back and she just mentioned something about the haunted river country shirt and about the skipper thing. And I was like, you know what, why don't you come on and tell us about it? Cause I didn't feel like, you know, she wanted to type out everything. So it's like, I want to hear about all this. So come on. So yeah, it's listen, I, Jeremy, we'll get you out one of these days. I, please don't be offended. Yeah. <laughs> So we appreciate all your contributions. Exactly. <laughs> this was just a spur of the moment kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay. So back to the wrap up. Um, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's, it's good. We're all good here. And uh, so, yeah, if you guys, uh, if you want to, you know, share your own trip report with us, or if you have questions or comments or anything, you can always email us at uh, welcome home podcast at gmail.com. So, uh, you know, feel free if, uh, if you guys want to drop us a line. If you want to connect with us on Facebook, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast, and we also have the uh, Facebook group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, which we've been talking about throughout the show. Well, a lot of our listener questions come from there and the Discord, so um, if you happen to be on Facebook and want to join our group, please do so. Uh, just a disclaimer to that, we are a no-drama group, and we respect everybody's opinion, so um, you know, it's, it's kind of the thing where... 
like people are, are generally pretty good, but there's lots of other Facebook groups out there that can, you know, especially around Disney stuff. Um, we, we don't want to be like those other Facebook groups. So just keep that in mind. If you join the group, you know, we're, we definitely want to have a conversation, but, uh, keep it respectful because, you know, we want everyone there to have a good time and, and be able to share their thoughts like we do on this show. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Make sure you guys check that out. And also, if you guys want to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Welcome Home Podcast, or Instagram, which is Welcome Home Picks, uh, those are a great place to uh, whenever we do live shows. So, you know, we have the, the Halloween episode that'll be coming up. Uh, you guys can catch those on there. Also, as we're getting back to the parks, you'll be able to see more content on those channels. So, uh, you know, keep yourself subscribed there so you don't miss anything. And if you guys want some uh, merchandise, go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and uh, check out the the new store on Spring. There's some new items up there, and uh, it's with the original Welcome Home Podcast logo. You can get, uh, you know, the usual stuff, T-shirts, mugs, but, uh, you know, go check it out and uh, see if there's something you like. Yeah, fanny packs. And- yeah, yeah, you can get a fanny pack if you want. It's uh, yeah. And Damon has personally offered if he sees somebody wearing the fanny pack in the parks, he's going to buy you dinner. That's what he said. So <laughs> he said it on Facebook. I, yeah. I didn't. T- I mean, not, he said he would get you dinner. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess if, yeah. If you want a fanny pack, you know, go for New it. Challenge right yeah. there. And uh, and we do have our Patreon now. So uh, make sure if you guys want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod. Uh, we, so it's not just for supporting the podcast, but if you subscribe there, you do get, depending on the different tiers, there is actually some exclusive Patreon merchandise you can get. So it's a, it's a Patreon exclusive logo that you would get on your merchandise. And it also gets you access to the discord server that we've been talking about. So, you know, a bit of a win-win there. Yep. And uh, last but not least, if you guys uh, happen to be on iTunes, you know, we do appreciate the reviews. You know, keep them coming because it's it's a good way for us to uh, get some constructive criticism. But also we like hearing if you guys are enjoying stuff or not enjoying stuff because, um, you know, it's it's part of the podcast is we 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 like to know what uh, our listeners are actually taking from this. (laughs) Yep. Very true. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. Uh, So you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app you can find out there. You can find us. Just look for Welcome Home and, you know, look for the one that says Disney and DVC. Just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company and as such. Any and all opinions we express on the show are our own, so please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsors, DVC Resale Market and Monera, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, And also, again, big thank you to Becky for joining. Uh, Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.